0: Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Keep up to date with all the latest news during the off-season every Friday on this show. Even though there's no races, he's still at the back of the field, so let's give it up for our host, Vanilla Wafers! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. I hope you guys had yourselves a great Thanksgiving day and also enjoying Black Friday as well. Hopefully, you're getting some good deals there. But Thanksgiving, I had a lot of fun. I had my family actually come up here, and we had our Thanksgiving dinner here We had some good traditional food. I mean, I got to eat a turkey leg. We also had stuffing. We even had mac and cheese with jalapenos. That's really good, by the way. But believe it or not, no mashed potatoes. I think we all agreed that we don't want to make mashed potatoes because we make so damn much every single year and nobody eats it. So we decided to pass on that one. We also got to watch some of the football games. Chicago Bears won. Yay. Cowboys lost. Boo. And then Buffalo dominated Saints don't really care about that one but either way the one thing I do care about is the NASCAR news and believe it or not here this Thanksgiving week we have actually had some bigger news get dropped this week so let's dive into it let's look at this week's news in the NASCAR racing world Alright, let's first start off with some controversial news. That's always fun to do. And let's first look at the X-Fanity Series. How about Alpha Prime Racing? It turns out Cesar Barcerella took some illegal substances on the NASCAR rule book and he is now suspended indefinitely until he finishes the road to recovery program that is absolutely crazy i he's already enrolled into it and it looks like he may get done before even the Daytona races start up in february but Really, really crazy news to hear off the get-go because, you know, this team has been talked about a lot here lately. You know, they're the the middle-of-the-group team that's expanded two cars, and they have some big-time drivers coming into this team. I mean, they've been on the up-and-up and kind of have this happen, a driver who's going to be a big part of Alpha Prime Racing now being in the Road to Recovery program. It does not look good, especially if they're trying to look for sponsorships right now. So that is the situation going on with them. It looks like Cesar is going to get done before the Daytona race. But as of right now, he is suspended by NASCAR for testing positive for banned substances okay this next one to me is a little bit funny because I feel like it's really stupid on the team's part in fact I actually made a little video about it uh, most people on YouTube did not like it I think it was like 50-50 like dislike ratio but let's talk about Mike Harmon Racing Mike Harmon Racing posted a photo of them doing an Expedition charity event at Rockingham and you can see some of their number 74 cars not many people looked too much into it they were just like oh that's actually really cool but NAS NASCAR. NASCAR was really pissed off about the situation because this is a form of testing and they're not supposed to do that unless it's a NASCAR sanctioned body testing grounds. So the team has been docked 75 points for the 2022 season and fined $50,000. Absolutely crazy stuff, and you got to feel for Mike Harmon Racing just a little bit. You know, they're a very small team. You saw near the end of the season, they were struggling. I mean, that number 74 car finished last place, I think, five out of the last six races due to multiple problems. Now, they're starting off the season already in the hole. Like, believe it or not, I'm not even going to start a race next year, and I'm already ahead of Mike Harmon Racing, which is absolutely crazy. But man, let me tell you something. I already know who's on the chopping block for the 2022 season, and that is Mike Harmon's racing social media guy because, whew, man, to cost your team 50 grand and 75 points, I don't think you're going to have a job after this incident, unless it was Mike Harmon himself. And then in that case, ooh, Mike Harmon, not a good business move. Alrighty, so let's now talk about a Cup Series team. Well, they are a Cup Series team, but they're moving into the Truck Series next year because Spire Motorsports, you know, the team who operates the number 7 and the number 77 car, well, they have decided to expand their NASCAR footprint and they're going to field a team in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series starting next year. I think this is a great thing to happen for this team and also for the Truck Series because we've seen a lot of the Cup Series teams, they have X-Fanity Series teams or partner with X-Fanity Series teams as well as Truck Series and so to see this team actually expand out to here similar to what Front Row Motorsports is doing... I think it's a great idea. It's going to open an opportunity for someone in the ARCA series or even someone who doesn't have a ride that was racing in any of the top three divisions. I think this is going to be really cool to see and could potentially be a team that could try to make it into the playoffs, maybe. I, I don't know. It's going to be pretty interesting to see, to say the least. They announced that they're going to have Mike Gressy. I hope I said his name right. They're going to He's going to be the general manager for the team. And he was actually a general manager for Hatori Racing Enterprise. That's the team who fielded the number 16 truck with Austin Hill. Now he's moving over to Spire Motorsports for the truck camp, as well as Kevin Mannion, who spent the last two years at GMS Racing handling the team's crew chief responsibilities. I mean, this is a great setup. I mean, we saw Hattori Racing. They were in the playoffs and we saw GMS Racing. They had a lot of good finishes. Almost had Zane Smith win the championship. Sheldon Creed was a big factor for the championship until he got eliminated in the round of eight. This is really, really cool to see. And I hope this team does really well. And we'll have to keep an eye on this because they haven't announced a driver yet. So uh, whoever that is going to be, that is still up in the air. But man, if I'm someone trying to look for a ride i would try to jump on this one right away because i think they are going to do really good next year and this could potentially open up a spot for you in the future into the cup series because that number 77 car usually ran by justin haley is now possibly up for grabs so we shall see but spire motorsports starting next year will field a truck series team staying with the Cup Series, let's talk about Eric Jones and Richard Petty Motorsports. They have announced a big sponsorship deal as they are going to be partnering with Focus Factor as their primary sponsor for 26 races. For people who don't know what Focus Factor is, it's a brain health supplement, and it's been around in the business for over 20 years. They have decided to become the primary sponsor for the number 43 next-gen Chevrolet. I think this could be a huge opportunity for both the sponsor and the team. I mean, Eric Jones already said he wanted to stay with this team got the extension and he put up some fairly good results Um, not good enough to make it into the playoffs but you know Richard Petty Motorsports has been kind of on the downslope for quite a few years so to have someone committed with the team and also putting up good results is a really big deal and now they also have solid financial backing from the sponsor for 26 races granted there's still 10 races that need to be filled up but we saw all the sponsors last year so they definitely are going to get those spots filled up for sure sure. I'm pretty excited to see what this team can do. Uh, the partnership with Richard Petty Motorsports will commence at the Clash of the LA Coliseum on February 6th of 2022. That's the first time we're going to see that sponsorship. And if you haven't already, make sure to check out either on jsky.com or Twitter on Richard Petty Motorsports page. That car to me looks really, really nice. Yes, I know people are complaining about the number being moved forward, but this is one of those sponsors and teams that made it look Good pushing that number forward because man, oh man, it's great to see that dark blue and green mixed together. You gotta check it out. But it looks like for Richard Petty Motorsports as well as Eric Jones, sponsorship will not be an issue for the number 43 team. Another driver who's not gonna have. sponsorship problems in the 2022 season is going to be Landon Castle because his most recent sponsor Voyager, which is a cryptocurrency platform, is saying that they're going to stay with Landon Castle next year. And this was big for um, Landon Castle because he was driving with JD Motorsports in the number four car. He had the sponsorship for 19 Xfinity Series races, and he also had an opportunity to race with Gaunt Brothers in the number 96 machine in the Cup Series for two races. Now that he has confirmed sponsorship deals already before the season begins, I think he's going to be a driver that a lot of teams are going to be looking for, most of those smaller teams, to pick him up full-time. Now, I'm pretty sure JD Motorsports is going to be the first team that's going to try to reach for Landon Castle. I mean, he was already with the team, and I felt like he put up some really good numbers for him to stay with that team. But let's say for some reason, he does not go back to that team. There are some x Series teams that would love to pick him up due to that sponsorship. I mean, one that comes to mind is R Motorsports. If you do not know who R Motorsports is, they drive the number 02 as well as the number 23 team for the 2021 season. They have Bretton Moffitt as one of their drivers, but the 23 car did not have a full-time series driver so he could potentially go there he can also go to DGM racing you know we already heard that Josh Williams is not going to be returned to that team so he could potentially move on over with them as well as far as the other smaller teams I, I know BJ McLeod racing is also looking for some drivers I don't know if Landon Castle would take a step in that direction but either way wherever he goes he is going to have Voyager sponsorship backing him up Now let's talk about the next gen car. Looks like the test schedule is going to get changed up a little bit. So after they ran around the mile and a half track, a lot of people were kind of concerned about the racing style and as well as the packed racing. It didn't feel like it was packed racing, you know, all that shenanigans. And now people are shitting themselves thinking, oh my God, this next car is going to suck. Well, NASCAR is making sure that the car gets adjusted for all the ovals so there's no fear that the car will be lacking any kind of entertainment for the 2022 season because a session at Phoenix Raceway will be moved to January 25th through 26th, replacing the Las Vegas Motor Speedway test scheduled on the same date. And now an additional oval test at Charlotte Motor Speedway is now getting scheduled for December 15th and 17th. There's also note that there will be a quote-unquote cold day between the two-day testing sessions to allow for better data analysts and planning. This is kind of interesting to see because, you know, Las Vegas, for them to replace that one for Phoenix Raceway, okay, kind of makes a little bit of sense because, you know, Phoenix is a shorter racetrack. Maybe they're trying to get a little bit of extra data for those tracks that kind of fit in between the 1 mile to 1.5 miles, you know, like Darlington, Dover, New Hampshire, maybe they're trying to see tracks like that. But for them to go back to Charlotte Motor Speedway for a test in the middle of December, kind of very interesting to see. You know, I, I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, they're probably still looking for more ways to adjust the car. I mean, they've, we've seen it in testing sessions already, even midway through a testing session, they'll decide to make a change. We saw it with the spoiler. But um, yeah, there's a lot of concern right now from fans and it looks like NASCAR is just making sure that everything is 100% before they launch the next gen car at the beginning of February. So we'll have to keep an eye on these testing sessions, see if we see any more adjustments here in the top series. Okay, this last one we have to talk about um, because it is just absolutely crazy. I did not believe it at first when I first heard about it, but you know what? Screw it. Here it goes. NASCAR is thinking about here in the future to have flying cars for an expedition event. I am not kidding. I don't know where they thought we wanted to have flying cars. Maybe we told them we want these cars to fly down the back straightaway. And they're like, what's that? Flying cars? Levitation? Screw it. Let's do it. Uh, Get that hooker over here. and Let me snort some coke off her ass. I I can't believe it. Like, This is actually serious news because they are looking at potentially 2031 as the future for potentially having an expedition race that involves flying cars. I mean, if you're a fan of the Jetsons, or maybe just the fact that you've always wanted to see a flying car, which is basically an airplane, I mean, you're probably excited about this, but for me, I'm just like, what? Maybe they're trying to think that maybe this is the direction where cars are going to be going in the future. I mean, we thought that in the 1950s. I guess we're right back to where we were 70 years later, but yeah, potentially flying cars in NASCAR uh, 10 years from now. We'll see how far up they actually levitate. I mean, there's going to be fears of maybe they hit the wall and they go crashing down to um, a horrible fiery blaze when they hit the pavement. I don't know. Maybe they won't even need racetracks anymore. Maybe they'll just throw them there in the valley and just say, you know what, you're going to be racing around this area, kind of like a Baja race. You You know, good luck. Try to figure that one out. I don't freaking know, guys. My My brain is at a complete loss, but let me know what you guys think about it. You can let me know on either Twitter, TikTok, or you can even go to the website. I want to hear your guys' opinions. Should NASCAR even consider looking at flying cars? For me, I think hell no. That is absolutely crazy batshit stuff that we used to talk about in the 50s, but that's just me personally. So let me know. But hey, NASCAR is potentially looking at flying cars 10 years from now. And that will conclude the last bit of NASCAR news here this week in the racing world. Not too much news here in this episode, but you know what? I really expected that because, you know, it's Thanksgiving week, and during the offseason, especially around near the end of November and December, things kind of go a little quiet. They start popping back up in January, but hopefully we still get a good amount of news so I can keep doing this every single Friday. And, and thank you guys so much for listening during the offseason. I know I know a lot of us are just waiting for races right now. I guess this is a good way for us to kind of survive. So, make sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at TylerV33, or you can look me up as NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. I pop up either way. Follow me on TikTok where I post a video every single day. Uh, Fridays, I do NASCAR Facts. So if you go on there right now, I got a little fast facts video for you. I also do controversial moments as well as some of the worst teams to enter the Cup Series, as well as multiple things, whatever I feel like doing that day. And lastly, make sure to check out our website at NASCARFieldFiller.com. Not too much is going on there right now because usually I just posted the fantasy picks as well as the most recent finishes in the top three divisions. But if you want to go through the history of NASCAR field Filler, every single episode is posted on there. All 160 plus episodes you can listen to on our website. So make sure to check that out and you can also reach out to me there. Other than that, guys, I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. Hopefully, you get yourself an extended break. And above all, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.